Chapter 5, verses 27 through 40. Of Catina Aria, Commentary in the Four Gospels Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Gospel of St. John, by Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 27 through 29. And hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, and shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Theophylact, the Father granteth the Son power not only to give life, but also to execute judgment, and hath given him authority to execute judgment. Chrysostom, but why does he dwell so constantly on these subjects? Judgment, resurrection, and life. Because these are the most powerful arguments for bringing men over to the faith, and the most likely ones to prevail with obstinate hearers. For one who is persuaded that he shall rise again, and be called by the Son to account for his misdeeds, will, though he know nothing more than this, be anxious to propitiate his judge. It follows, because he is the Son of Man, marvel not at this. Paul of Samosata reads it, hath given him power to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. But this connection has no meaning, for he does not receive the power to judge because he is man. As on this supposition, what would prevent all men from being judges? But because he is the ineffable Son of God, therefore is he judge. We must read it then, because he is the Son of Man, marvel not at this as Christ's hearers thought him a mere man, and as what he asserted of himself was too high to be true of men, or even angels, or any being short of God himself. There was a strong obstacle in the way of their believing, which our Lord notices in order to remove it. Marvel not, he says, that he is the Son of Man, and then adds the reason why they should not marvel. For the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear the voice of the Son of God. But why did he not say, Marvel not that he is the Son of Man, because in truth he is the Son of God? Because having given out that it was he who should raise men from the dead, the resurrection being strictly divine work, he leaves his hearers to infer that he is God and the Son of God. Persons in arguing often do this, when they have brought out grounds amply sufficient to prove the conclusion they want. They do not draw that conclusion themselves, but to make the victory greater, leave the opponent to draw it. In referring above to the resurrection of Lazarus and the rest, he says nothing about judgment, for Lazarus did not raise again for judgment, whereas now, that he is speaking of the general resurrection, he brings in the mention of the judgment. And they shall come forth, he says, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Having said above, he that heareth my words, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, that men might not suppose from this that belief was sufficient for salvation he proceeds to speak of works, and they that have done good, and they that have done evil. Augustine, or thus, 
inasmuch as the word was in the beginning with god the father gave him to have life in himself but inasmuch as the word was made flesh of the virgin mary being made man he became the son of man and as the son of man he received power to execute judgment at the end of the world at which time the bodies of the dead shall rise again the souls then of the dead god raises by christ the son of god their bodies by the same christ the son of man wherefore he adds because he is the son of man for as to the son of god he always had the power augustine at the judgment will appear the form of man that form will judge which was judged he will sit a judge who stood before the judge he will condemn the guilty who was condemned innocent for it is proper that the judged should see their judge now the judged consists of both good and bad so that the form of the servants will be shown to good and bad alike the form of god only to the good blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god augustine none if the founders of false religious sects have been able to deny the resurrection of the soul but many have denied the resurrection of the body and unless thou lord jesus hast declared it what answer could we give the gainsayer to set forth this truth he says marvel not at this i e that he hath given power to the son of man to execute judgment for the hour is coming etc augustine he does not add and now is here because this hour would be at the end of the world marvel not i e marvel not men will all be judged by a man but what men not those only whom he will find alive for the hour cometh in which all that are in their graves shall hear his voice augustine what can be plainer men's bodies are in their graves not their souls above when he said the hour cometh and added and now is he proceeds when the dead shall hear the voice of the son of god he does not say all the dead for by the dead are meant the wicked and the wicked have not all been brought to obey the gospel but in the end of the world all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and come forth he does not say shall live as he said above when he spoke of the eternal and blessed life which all will not have who shall come forth from their graves this judgment was committed to him because he was the son of man but what takes place in this judgment they that have done good shall go into the resurrection of life i e to live with the angels of god they that have done evil unto the resurrection of judgment judgment here meaning damnation verse thirty i can of mine own self do nothing as i hear i judge and my judgment is just because i seek not mine own will but the will of the father which hath sent me augustine we were about to ask christ wilt thou judge and the father not judge wilt not thou then judge according to the father he anticipates us by saying i can of my own self do nothing chrysostom that is nothing that is a departure from or that is unlike to what the father wishes shall ye see done by me but as i hear i judge he is only showing that it is impossible he should ever wish anything but what the father wished i judge 
His meaning is as if it were my father that judged, Augustine. When he spoke of the resurrection of the soul, he did not say hear, but see. Here implies a command issuing from the father. He speaks as man who is inferior to the father, Augustine. As I hear, I judge is said with reference either to his human subordination as the son of man or to that immutable and simple nature of the sonship derived from the father in which nature hearing and seeing is identical with being wherefore as he hears he judges the word is begotten one with the father and therefore judges according to truth it follows and my judgment is just because i seek not mine own will but the will of the Father which hath sent me. This is intended to take us back to that man who by seeking his own will, not the will of him who made him, did not judge himself justly, but had a just judgment pronounced upon him. He did not believe that by doing his own will, not God's, he should die. So he did his own will and died, because the judgment of God is just, which judgment the Son of God executes, by not seeking his own will, i.e. his will as being the Son of Man, not that he has no will in judging, but his will is not of his own, in such sense as to be different from the Father's. Augustine, I seek not then mine own will, i.e. the will of the Son of Man, in opposition to God, for men do their own will, not God's, when to do what they wish, they violate God's commands. But when they so do what they wish, as at the same time to follow the will of God, they do not their own will, or I seek not mine own will, i.e., because I am not of myself, but of the Father. Chrysostom. He shows that the Father's will is not a different one from his own, but one and the same, as a ground of defense, nor marvel if, being hitherto thought no more than a mere man, he defends himself in a somewhat human way, and shows his judgment to be just on the same ground which any other person would have taken, viz., that one who has his own ends in view may incur suspicion of injustice, but that one who has not cannot. Augustine, the only son says, I seek not mine own will, and yet men wish to do their own will. Let us do the will of the Father, Christ, and the Holy Ghost, for these have one will, power, and majesty. Verses 31 through 40. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesseth of me is true. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say, that ye might be saved. He was a burning and shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John, for the works which the Father hath given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me, that the Father hath sent me, and the Father himself which hath sent me hath borne witness of me, Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape, and ye have not his word abiding in you. For whom he hath sent, him ye believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they 
are they which testify of me, and ye will not come to me that ye might have life. Chrysostom. He now brings proof of those high declarations respecting himself. He answers an objection. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. These are Christ's own words. But does not Christ in many places bear witness of himself? And if all this is false, where is our hope of salvation? Whence shall we obtain truth? When the truth itself says, my witness is not true. We must believe, then, that true here is said not with reference to the intrinsic value of his testimony, but to their suspicions, for the Jews might say, We do not believe thee, because no one whose bearers witness to himself is to be depended on. An answer then he puts forth three clear and irrefragable proofs, three witnesses, as it were, to the truth of what he had said, the works which he had done, the testimony of the Father, and the preaching of John. Putting the least of these foremost, i.e. the preaching of John, there is another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesseth of me is true. Augustine, he knew himself that his witness of himself was true, but in compassion to the weak and the unbelieving, the son sought for candles, that their weak sight might not be dazzled by his full blaze. And therefore John was brought forward to give his testimony to the truth. Not that there is such testimony really, for whatever witnesses bear witness to him, it is really he who bears witness to himself, as it is his dwelling in the witnesses, which moves them so to give their witness to the truth. Alcune, or thus, Christ being both God and man, he shows the proper existence of both. By sometimes speaking according to the nature he took from man, sometimes according to the majesty of the Godhead. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. This is to be understood of his humanity, the sense being, if I, a man, bear witness of myself, i.e. without God, my witness is not true. And then follows, there is another that beareth witness of me. The Father bore witness of Christ, by the voice which was heard at the baptism, and at the transfiguration on the mount. And I know that his witness is true, because he is the God of truth. How then can his witness be otherwise than true? Chrysostom. But according to the former interpretation, they might say to him, If thy witness is not true, how sayest thou? I know that the witness of John is true. But his answer meets the objection. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness of the truth. As if to say, ye would not have sent to John, if ye had not thought him worthy of credit. And what is more remarkable, they did send to him, not to ask him about Christ, but about himself. For they who were sent out did not say, What sayest thou of Christ? But, Who art thou? What sayest thou of thyself? In so great admiration did they hold him. Alcune, but he bore witness not to himself, but to the truth. As the friend of the truth, he bore witness to the truth, i.e. Christ. Our Lord, on his part, does not reject the witness of John, as not being necessary, but shows only 
that men ought not to give such attention to John as to forget that Christ's witness was all that was necessary to himself. But I receive not, he says, testimony from men. Bede, because I do not want it. John, though he bore witness, did it not that Christ might increase, but that men might be brought to the knowledge of him. Chrysostom, even the witness of John was the witness of God, for what he said God taught him. But to anticipate their asking how it appeared that God taught John, as if the Jews had objected that John's witness might not be true, our Lord anticipates them by saying, Ye sought him yourselves to inquire of him. That is why I use his testimony, for I need it not. He adds, But these things I say that ye might be saved. As if he said, I, being God, needed not this human kind of testimony, but since ye attend more to him, and think him more worthy of credit than anyone else, while ye do not believe me, though I work miracles, for this cause I remind you of his testimony. But had they not received John's testimony, before they have time to ask this, he answers it, he was a burning and a shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. He says this to show how lightly they had held by John, and how soon they had left him, thus preventing him from leading them to Christ. He calls him a candle, because John had not his light from himself, but from the grace of the Holy Spirit. Alcun. John was a candle lighted by Christ, the light burning with faith and love, shining in word and deed. He was sent before to confound the enemies of Christ. According to the psalm, I have ordained a lantern for mine anointed. As for his enemies, I shall clothe them with shame. Chrysostom, I therefore direct you to John, not because I want his testimony, but that ye may be saved. For I have greater witness than that of John, i.e. that of my works the works which the Father hath given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me, and that the Father hath sent me. Alcune, that he enlightens the blind, that he opens the deaf ear, looses the mouth of the dumb, casts out devils, raises the dead, these works bear witness of Christ. Hilary, the only begotten God, shows himself to be the Son, on the testimony not of man only, but of his own power, the works which he does bear witness to his being sent from the Father. Therefore, the obedience of the Son and the authority of the Father are set forth in him who was sent. But the testimony of works not being sufficient evidence, it follows, and the Father himself which hath sent me hath borne witness of me. Open the evangelic volumes and examine their whole range. No testimony of the Father to the Son is given in any of the books other than that he is the Son. So what is calumny? Is it in men now saying that this is only a name of adoption, thus making God a liar, and names unmeaning? Bede, by his mission we must understand his incarnation. Lastly, he shows that God is incorporeal, and cannot be seen by the bodily eye. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Alcune. The Jews might say, We heard the voice of the Lord at Sinai, and saw him under the appearance of fire. 
If God then bears witness of thee, we should know his voice. To which he replies, I have the witness of the Father, though ye understand it not, because ye never heard his voice or saw his shape. Chrysostom. How then, says Moses, ask whether there hath been any such thing as this great thing is. Did ever people hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as thou hast seen and heard? Isaiah too, and many others, are said to have seen him. So what does Christ mean here? He means to impress upon them the philosophical doctrine that God has neither voice or appearance or shape, but is superior to such modes of speaking of him. For as in saying, ye have never heard his voice, he does not mean to say that he has a voice, only not an audible one to them. So when he says, nor have even his shape, no tangible, sensible, or visible shape is implied to belong to God. But all such mode of speaking is pronounced inapplicable to God. Alcune. For it is not by the carnal ear, but by the spiritual understanding, through the grace of the Holy Spirit, that God is heard. And they did not hear the spiritual voice, because they did not love or obey him, nor saw they his shape, inasmuch as that is not to be seen by the outward eye, but by faith and love. Chrysostom. But it was impossible for them to declare that they had received and obeyed God's commands. And therefore he adds, Ye have not his word abiding in you, i.e. the commandments, the law and the prophets. Though God instituted them, ye have them not. For if the scriptures everywhere tell you to believe on me, and ye believe not, it is manifest that his word is gone from you. For whom he hath sent, him ye believe not. Alcyon. Or thus, they cannot have abiding in them the word which was in the beginning, who came not to keep in mind or to fulfill in practice that word of God which they hear. Having mentioned the testimonies of John and the Father and of his works, he adds now that of the Mosaic law. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me, as if he said, Ye think ye have eternal life in the scriptures, and reject me as being opposed to Moses. But you will find that Moses himself testifies to my being God, if you search the scriptures carefully. All scripture indeed bears witness of Christ, whether by its types, or by prophets, or by the ministering of angels. But the Jews did not believe these intimations of Christ, and therefore could not obtain eternal life. Ye will not come to me that ye may have life, meaning the scriptures bear witness of me, but ye will not come to me notwithstanding, i.e. ye will not believe on me and seek for salvation at my hands. Chrysostom. Or the connection may be given thus. They might say to him, how, if we have never heard God's voice, has God borne witness to you? So he says, search the scriptures, meaning that God hath borne witness of him by the scriptures. He had borne witness indeed at the Jordan and on the mount, but they did not hear the voice on the mount and did not attend to it at the Jordan. 
wherefore he sends them to the scriptures when they would also find the father's testimony he did not send them however to the scriptures simply to read them but to examine attentively because scripture ever threw a shade over its own meaning and did not display it on the surface the treasure was as it were hidden from their eye he does not say for in them ye have eternal life but for in them ye think ye have eternal life meaning that they did not reap much fruit from the scriptures thinking as they did that they should be saved by the mere reading of it without faith for which reason he adds ye will not come to me i e ye will not believe on me bede that coming is put for believing we know come unto him and be lightened he adds that ye might have life for if the soul which sinneth dies they were dead in soul and mind and therefore he promises the life of the soul i e eternal happiness end of chapter five verses twenty seven through forty